I'm Lisa Popchak, and you're listening to Momfinance, for moms at every age and every stage. Being a mom is wondrous and delightful, but also at times exhausting and overwhelming and confusing and frustrating. Momfidence is a place for moms to come for encouragement, comfort, some new tools, and the confidence boost you need to be the mom you want to be. Hi, moms. I'd like to talk to you today about the power you have in your maternal influence over your children, not only to guide their lives, but to create the life that you want in your home, to set the tone of your home. Sometimes, as moms, we all feel that that's impossible. It all gets away from us. The order in the house, the behavior in the house, the way everyone gets along and treats one another. You name it. There are just days, sometimes long stretches of time, where we think it's all out of our control. It's, it's all gone to sixes and sevens, and we just don't even know what to do anymore. We feel off kilter. We feel frustrated by all those different personalities and the different demands that our children place upon us. We know instinctively that we want something to be better, but we just really don't know what to do or how to make it better or where to even begin. And sometimes when we feel that way, we end up expressing that frustration through anger. You know, we hope that if we're just loud enough, if we just put up enough of a fuss, suddenly everyone will wake up and conduct themselves in a way that feels great to us, that allows us to enjoy our lives and family again. Or we may feel so helpless that we give up trying to get anyone to live the way that we want them to live, any way that would bring us joy, just because we feel powerless. But neither of these ways of supposedly coping with frustration help us to get what we want and need. If any of this sounds familiar at all, I want to talk today about some ways that you can help bring about the changes in your household that you want to have occur. Now, before we talk about the steps in doing that, I want to bring your mind to something that you've probably seen in your life, which is a mother duck. I know that sounds silly, but this summer I really had the pleasure of watching a mother duck from the time her ducklings, about eight of them, were hatched through a lot of visits to this pond that I went to over the course of the summer, watching these ducklings grow up into full-fledged ducks. And it was amazing to me that from the beginning of their life, after they were hatched, through to the time just a few weeks ago where their mother actually had them launch with her, follow her to migrate to warmer weather, these little ducklings watched mom all the time and if the mother duck 
whacked at them and gave them the right signals, they would follow her from the time they were tiny till the time that they were grown. They would follow her into the water. They would follow her safely under a bush to protect them. They would get under her wings when they needed protection from the rain. They would follow her as they got older, even to learn to fly up into the trees. They always looked to her for guidance. And she knew her own maternal influence over her ducklings. she It's not something she ever doubted. She brooded over them. She cared for them. But when she needed them to do something, she knew what to do to cause them to follow along. And they trusted her enough to follow her because she put in so much effort into caring for them and protecting them and guiding them. And they knew that she was the one who was going to show them the right way and the way to grow up. And I have to say, watching that duck, I guarantee you, each and every one of you has a more capable brain, more imagination, and more ability to get that same kind of loving compliance out of your children than that duck had, <laughs> because she's just a duck, and you are a, an amazing woman made in the image and likeness of God, who has been gifted your children by God himself. And so he gives you that maternal influence. And we, I'm really asking you to, to start to trust that, to really trust that if you have a desire for something to change in your household, in your relationships with your children, that if you take that to prayer, that if you begin to identify what those things are, and you begin to put the steps we're going to talk about today into play, that God is really going to help whatever that need he's placed upon your heart begin to happen in your household so that you can have joy and you can raise a family that you just are filled with love for and feel good about being with and can really celebrate being the mom of. And if that sounds good to you, then let's take a look at these steps that I think can really put you on the road to being the change that you want to see in your family. The first step is just going to be to take some time and just write down everything that's frustrating you about your family life. Whatever that is, just list it. Get it all out on paper. Don't, don't edit yourself. Don't think too much about it. Just write it all down. Getting it all out really helps. It gives us that sense of, okay, I've expressed it. But not only have I expressed it, but then I can take a step back and actually look at it. And, and figure some things out, which leads us to the next step. Second thing you're going to do is take a step back. Maybe you walk away from it for a few minutes, for a few hours, maybe even 24 hours. You know, sleep overnight and come back to it the next day. Nothing has to be fixed this second. This is a long-term strategy that's going to help you make changes, and you want to do it with your best self. So whether it's 
five minutes after you write the list or 24 hours after you write the list. Come back to it with a clearer head and then reread the list. And as you do, ask yourself some questions about what you've written. Ask yourself, can you see any patterns in your list? Do you see a majority developing in one particular area, such as the peace in your home that you desire, or your need for more connection with your kids and with them to have with each other? Do you see a need for more order in your life or for the tone in your home to be different or a need for a better spiritual life? There can be lots of needs that you're beginning to see on the list as you go through it. And that's good because that's your own personal list and it's going to be different than anybody else's list. So look for those patterns, second of all. Thirdly, once you've identified the patterns or confirmed an issue that you feel has the most weight, create a different list on a separate piece of paper of how you would like that particular area of your life to be. So, for example, you could write down something like, my home would be a serene environment, or our family would treat each other with respect, or we would work together to have an orderly space, or um, we would set aside schedule time every day or every week for connection and coziness. Do you see how we've moved from in the first list, it being everything that's bothering you, to the second list, you're looking at one particular majority area, just the one for the first time you do this, and coming up with a positive statement on how you want that situation to change. This is just the list that you're going to get thinking about your desires for your home life. Write down the wants you have in a positive and forward-thinking way. That'll take you to the fourth step. Starting with the one concern only that seems most important to your well-being, write down small steps that you can take to move your family toward the change you want to make. As you list them, Make them positive, encouraging, and connection-oriented. Now, I'm going to illustrate some examples here for two different stages of motherhood. Using a wish for, let's say, a more peaceful home environment. But the process would be the same for any identified intention that you have on your list. So... If you're a mom of babies and young children desiring a more peaceful atmosphere, you might generate ideas such as, I'll only play peaceful music in my home. Or, I'll invest in beautiful battery-operated candles that I'll display out of reach of my little ones so that I can create a safe, serene environment for myself and my children. Another one might be, I will take 10 minutes each day to play a game with my toddler that lets him practice using an outside voice and an inside voice in the appropriate settings 
until he masters this skill and can follow my guidance when directed. Or you could write down something like, I will set aside times during the day for both quiet reading or playing together and energetic outside or playroom play. So both needs are being positively met in my child. Do you see you're just generating ideas on how you can influence that environment for your little one. How you can guide and teach them to treat your home the way you want your home to be. When you realize you have that kind of influence, you begin to influence the inside tenor of your child and the outside behavior as well. But it helps to be able to step back and make a list like that because just living moment to moment with a baby or a toddler can be really off kilter and crazy sometimes. And if we don't write down particular things that we know would give us joy, we can lose sight of that through the diaper changes and the potty changes, cha potty training and the temper tantrums and the whining. But if we can write those things down and begin to put them into place, we begin to realize that we really have a lot of influence in changing things so that we have a sense of accomplishment and peace and rightness within ourselves that we can then share with our children just by living in that environment that we're changing. So let's look at a different stage of life with the same situation. So if you have grade school or older children, you can then begin to involve them in making these changes by discussing what you want in terms of change over perhaps a calm meal. You're letting them know that the shift you'd like to make has to happen. Perhaps you're even asking them for their ideas of changes that they'd be willing to make to create that change. So getting their input on what they think would make that change successful and what they can do to bring that about with you, not just on their own. But here's a really important note. You are not asking their permission to make your desired changes, nor are you lecturing them or trying to convince them to go along with you. You're simply making a statement and then telling them the first small steps that you will be implementing in order to bring your needed change. So for example, you'd say, I'll be happier and a better mom with a more orderly and peaceful home. So guys, every day before dinner and again before bed, I'm going to set a timer for 15 minutes and then we'll all work together to bring order to this shared living space. Then, before you set the timer, Mom, tell them what you need each one of them to do. Now, hopefully you're working in the same room, the same space where you're all going to be, probably the most public area of, of your house in terms of, not outside public, but where you all work together. It's better to do that than to send them off to their own rooms to, to tidy something up. Working together is really going to be more peaceful for you. You let them know what you need them to do, and then set the timer. 
work for that time. And then when the timer goes off, thank everyone for whatever they did to bring it all together for whatever they accomplished and then stop and move on to a pleasant next step in your day. Don't make this about, well, if we just did one more thing, or if we just do another room, or if we just set it for 10 more minutes, set the timer, work together to create that atmosphere that you're working for for that limited time, and then move on and do something pleasant together so that it's not just about having a clean space. It's about bringing a serenity to your home that's life-giving to your relationships. Now, these are just examples of one desire a mom might have and how to begin those next steps on really being that influence in changing your household the way you want it to be changed. But you can really make these steps apply to whatever changes are on your heart. So again, list for yourself the areas of concern. Then list descriptions of how you would like it to be. Next, list one or two small steps that you could make this week to begin moving in the direction that you desire. Then implement the small change until it becomes part of the nature of your home. After the small change has been mastered, implement the next small change. And then repeat this pattern until you're living the change that you really desire. Now remember, you're the mom. Your children are instinctively looking to you for guidance. And once you really know the changes you want to make, you can make a plan and set the stage to have the household that you want to have. Remember, you have much more influence than a mother duck. And yet she manages get those little ones to follow her, to glide peacefully through the water, and to soar into the skies. And you have more influence than she, because God's on your side. And I know you can do this, moms. So go out there and create the household that will give you joy to live in. God bless you till next time. Thanks for joining me today for this Momfidence Moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to momfidence.org for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.